Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here, we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I am ready yet exhausted. Because I hate to have to say this out loud, but being black is motherfucking exhausting, right? It is bad enough that we continually have to fight against systemic oppression, right? But what that systemic oppression did to us is so devastating right i i don't even think that i have any more to give or to say because watching us fight against each other it just breaks my heart so much so that i forgot to even say welcome to season 2 episode 7 bonnetgate you heard me right. Today, I am talking about Bonnet Gate. And the reason why I am talking about Bonnet Gate, even as I try to stay out of topics that are trending, is because this burdens my soul because I'm trying to figure out the why. We got a lot of motherfucking problems as Black people, right? In our own communities, against our communities, globally, nationally, it doesn't matter, you know? And I can't necessarily talk about the black male experience in America. And I guess there's some things that I do know, but I don't want to do that thing that so many men do. And that's mansplain things. So I am only going to talk about being a black woman because that shit is even more exhausting. Um, when I first started Run On Thoughts, it started off as a blog post, right? And one of the articles that I wrote was in reference to Franz Fanon's book, Black Skin, White Masks. And I love this book because black people are always wearing a mask, right? In order to survive, in order to assimilate, we must try to be like right? Because racism is built off of classism. And it was decided that black people would be at the lower class system, correct? So with that said, one of the things that I repeat repetitively, repetitively from his book is that this inferiority complex that black people have, we got this because of colonization, right? So how does this relate to this bonnet gate, right? I was on the phone with my sister I, and I'm on social media and I see things and I hear things and people are going back and forth about what Monique the comedian said. And I don't think she was wrong or right, right? I think it's just that. It's an opinion. She's allowed to have an opinion. So just like she's allowed to have an opinion, I'm allowed to disagree with the opinion. Because for me, she represents a woman who was attacked. People talked about her marriage. People talked about some of her own grooming decisions. And I didn't even understand why we gave a fuck about that, right? Because none of the things that she was doing in her own personal life hurt me. So that 
is how I feel about women who wear bonnets. First of all, I don't understand why I should give a fuck about a woman who chooses to protect her hair on an airplane, in the mall, at Walmart, anywhere she so chooses and wishes to deal with the consequences of how other people see her, if that's the case, any way she motherfucking so wants to. What do people care? Oh, I know what people care about. So many people don't even realize that they have internalized, right? White racism. This is what they call respectability politics, right? You respectability politics through the white gates. What does that mean? It means that there's so many black people who attach their self-esteem to the ideals of whiteness. And there is a sense of secondhand embarrassment about how we are perceived because we recognize that when we are judged, we are judged as a collective one. So when one of us is out of place, all of us feel like, oh my God, they got these people thinking this about us. And I'm like, why do you care what the fuck they think about you? I remember watching many historical documentations about the civil rights movement and watching them hose down black people dressed in their Sunday best, but yet they hosed them. So saggy pants, sweatshirts, long fingernails, whatever you can think of will never be a reason for someone to hate and or love you because it just seems like it doesn't matter. Every single time someone says something about us, we go on a tirade to prove ourselves worthy of their respect. And I am like, fuck you. Fuck you. Right? I am not fighting for the right to be equal, right? I'm not equal, right? I am fighting for equity, for the right to be, for the right to be me. I don't have to fit into anyone's ideology about what blackness means. And then on top of that, yo, I swear to God, if I see a black person and especially a black man in the next year or two talk about see Kim Kardashian or the likes of in a bonnet talking about this is the new comfortable way to travel and you co-sign, I'm slapping whole shits out of people because that is another thing that bothers me, right? So many things are created out of struggle and out of poverty and in what we deem the hood, right? Ripped up pants, ghetto. Walks the fashion weeks, all of a sudden, it's fabulous. Blue hair, ghetto, all of a sudden, walks the fashion weeks, it's supposed to be accepted, right? Bengal earrings, everything that black women seem to create is ghetto until it is stolen, repackaged, and then sold back to you. Ain't that some shit? So I am sure that by 2023, it'll be fashion week, bonnet gaze, look at the bonnets. And I'm trying to figure out what is it that you care about? 
See, I was raised in a very strict household, so my conditioning says that I would never wear a bonnet out in public because I have been conditioned to see it as something less. Now, I don't feel that way personally, but even if I did, I don't give a fuck, right? Because I am trying to feel like, what is it that you are attaching that very bonnet to? Why do you feel personally embarrassed? You see white people in the airport and all of a sudden a black person is doing something wrong and you think that you have to take on the onus of those feelings about how they see them? Is that what we do to them? No. And I get it that right now, they're the ruling class, right? They have the right of privilege, right? But that is what we are fighting against. But I'm also realizing that in this fight, some of us have to fight our minds. We have to unlearn and unhinge the attachment to feeling validated to whiteness. My blackness is not good or bad as it relates to whiteness, right? I don't need white people to act black to be cool. I don't need black people to act a certain way to be accepted by white people. Stop it. And another thing, stop talking about yourselves, right? Stop talking bad about yourselves. Stop diminishing each other and then going out in the world and exalting every single solitary fucking thing that other people do. But yet when we do it, it is just ripped apart. I mean, people take everything from black women. I mean, everything. And then throw us away like chattel after you've stolen Every single piece of us from lips, hips, breasts. We feed your babies. We cook your food. And I'm like, that's not racism. That is motherfucking envy. And I am sick of it, right? And I forgive you. Can I say that? I forgive you. I forgive that you half hate yourself and don't even know why. I forgive that you judge those who look like you harshly and you don't even know from whence it comes. It comes from the very system that needs to pit you against yourself so that you can remain in a state of chaos while they out here just constantly thriving while you are fighting. And that allows for us not to do the very thing that we need to do collectively. And that is work together. So no, I'm not mad at Monique, but I don't understand why if you are the auntie, you didn't pull those women to the side and express from a place of wisdom, right? There are so many young people that come into my space and I would never disrespect them in public. Do you want to know why? Because it never works. It doesn't even matter my intention if the goal is for you to get the message and apply it, right? We must continue to learn to love each other. 
and accept that we are different and accept that there are many of us who don't give a fuck about how others see us, right? It is a heavy freaking burden. I have to be black and then I have to care about how other black people see me. And then I have to care about how other black people see me through the eyes of what they think and feel white people see. And then I have to watch white people change their mind about the thing on me that they connected to my ghetto-ness and then take it, repackage it, sell it back to me. And now I have to fight for appropriation, right? Because then nobody gets it. What's the big deal? The big deal is not the thing, right? The big deal is that thanks to racism, to conditioning, to making us hate ourselves, we are still perpetuating this idea that there's this lens in which I can be acceptable to white people, right? That's that code switching that many of us still have to do when we go to work. I am so grateful that I don't have to do that. But for many of my sisters and brothers who have to do it, I know it is exhausting, but it is also you who go out into the world and then judge those who choose not to do it as if behaving like how white people want you to behave is going to garner you respect. And it doesn't. And it shouldn't have to. Me being a human being should be enough. World, I love you. Black people, I love you. Black women, I love you. Thought thinkers, I love you. But I am tired of talking to you people today. Bye.